Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and Brother Bill is here, and you all are here, and we're happy that everyone has come together in the name of the Lord. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are an international Christian, internet and local, non-denominational church established in the love of God. Amen? And we want to thank you for joining us in Jesus' name. The Lord has some important words to say to us tonight to build on what he's been teaching us recently. And it would be encouraging if you would give him your full attention this evening. We're grateful that you were able to come up and join us and share in the truth of the word of God together. It's a blessing always to be able to minister to you, and for you to partake of that that the Lord has for you. Amen? Amen. We thank the Lord for you. We bless his holy name. And, Father, in the name of Jesus, as the saints come together, we just plead the blood of Jesus over every saint, Father. We plead the merits of the shed blood of Jesus over every saint. We've all had our different experiences during the week and since Wednesday. And I particularly want to thank you for many of mine. And I pray that as the saints uh, bring themselves up to the broadcast tonight, that they let go of all the things and the stuff that went on this week. And they make room for you. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' name. We also wish to invite you into our chat room. And our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com. That's MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, if you're on a, a tablet or a computer, Across the banner at the top, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Please do click that, MIC Radio Chat. Please do click that link. And when the page changes, click Guest. When the page changes, pin your name, uh, something that's recognizable from your birth certificate. Amen? And greet the saints, and the saints will greet you in return. If you're using a cell phone of any kind, we encourage you to use your browser uh, to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, across the banner, you'll see three white lines against a black background. Please do click the three white lines as that's your link to open up to all the other links. From there, you can find MIC Radio Chat and sign in and greet the saints. Praise the Lord. So we're one big happy family in the Lord, 
And we pray that you are growing in the Lord, that you're giving yourself to the Lord. And we pray that the Lord is correspondingly responding to your prayers. Amen, amen, amen. Let's get right down to the word, shall we? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you that you're never, ever too busy for your children. You delight in hearing from us. You delight in our relating to you. You are indeed our refuge and our strength. You are very close to us, very near to us, and very present to help us in times of trouble and excess busyness. Yes, Lord. You've watched us and you've seen how situations and issues and circumstances can come in suddenly to clutter our day and to steal precious time from us that we had set aside to you. Amen? We thank you and we give you praise. We thank you and we give you praise, Lord, for hanging in there with us when we needed to have set aside more time for you. We thank you for being merciful toward us. We give you praise, Lord. Your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, keeps reminding us to come to him when we feel labored and we feel overburdened because he will give us rest. The Lord knows when we need rest. We thank you, Father, that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Lord, help us to keep our minds stayed on you at all times because it is by keeping our minds on you that we will be brought into your perfect peace. We seek your guidance, Lord God, Help us to arrange our priorities properly. Help us to arrange our priorities properly, Lord. Yes, Father. Father, I release mercy upon the saints right now in Jesus' name. Too many of us, Lord, have been too busy to make our to make you our priority and the things of God our priority. And you're calling us to a place of understanding that we need to make some adjustments. We need to make some adjustments. We need to rearrange our priorities so that the things of God come first. You told us to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things would be added unto us. You told us to commit our works unto you, and you would make things go the right way. So, Father, help us to remember to do that, to actually put what concerns the kingdom of God first, and the rest will fall into line to grow in that place, Lord. We give you praise. Amen. We give you praise. 
Father, guide us and help us to think your thoughts as we let the mind of Christ have its rightful authority in our lives. We trust you, Father, because you are our God and our deliverer. We will not let our hearts be either troubled nor afraid. We're not going to stay all stirred up and anxious about anything. This is possible, Father, only because the Lord Jesus has given us his peace, and we thank you. We praise you, Lord, that you have ordained peace for your people. And you have fashioned all the works of our lives. You made allotments for us before the foundation of the world. So during this time of busyness in our lives, we will not worry. Instead, we will let all of our requests be made known unto you through prayer and thanksgiving. Even as we pray, Lord, you are giving us your great peace, a peace that surpasses all understanding. Thank you for keeping our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus. We love your word, Father, and this brings great peace to our souls. Because of your word, we know that nothing shall be able to offend us during this busy season of our life. Lord, we will approach all of our responsibilities from a spiritual perspective rather than a carnal mind because we know that to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we want to thank you for the saints that have gathered together and those that are that are coming. We thank you, Lord, for this word that you brought to us tonight, the word that you want us to hear. We need, Lord, to come before you and unload all that has happened up until now. Because we don't want any hindrances or any blockages or any obstructions in our way. So right now, Lord, first of all, we dismount. We humble ourselves before you. We humble our own selves before you. We worship you, Lord. We adore you. We take time out to worship you. You are God. You are not a man. You are God Almighty. And we reverence you, we fear you, and we worship you. We humble our own selves before you. We bring ourselves down, Lord in our own estimation of ourselves. For you created us from dust, and you breathe the breath of life into us. Thank you, Lord, that you're even mindful of us. 
thank you, Lord, that it was in your good plan to send your son Jesus to the cross that we might have the opportunity to experience eternal life. Lord, there's nothing more important than this. We have a long agenda and a list of things to do, but none of that is more important than our relationship with you to remember that, Lord. As we go through each moment of each day, that there's nothing more important than our relationship with you. Help us, Father, when we fail, when we miss the mark, when we come short of the glory of God. Father, we forgive. From the heart of God, we forgive. We forgive, Lord, whatever needs to be forgiven. Whatever needs to be forgiven, Father, we forgive it right now. I release the forgiveness of Almighty God, the forgiveness of the Godhead and the Lord Jesus Christ upon the saints of Miracle Internet Church right now in Jesus' name. I release the forgiveness and mercy and compassion of the Lord. We want to thank you, Father, for convicting us when we have erred, convicting us where we ought to be convicted, bringing it to our attention that correction and adjustment and change is needed. We thank you, Father, because we have an opportunity to do something about it on this side of the cemetery. Thank you, Lord, for every opportunity you give us to get it right. Amen? You help us. You strengthen us. You show us the way. Thank you. We want to thank you. When we relax and let you take over, it goes right. The things that are important get done first. The things that are a little less important get done next. But when we try to go out in our own self-will to get it done our way, we often have a problem. Father, for all who need this help, we ask that you graciously release it to them in Jesus' name, that you graciously release this grace, this help, this compassion, this mercy, for us to bring our priorities in line with the mind of Christ, to bring our priorities in line with the mind of Christ, to bring our activity in line with the mind of Christ, to bring our priority in line with the mind of Christ. Therefore, we move through our day effortlessly and filled with your peace 
and love because we are in agreement with you. We thank you, Lord, for showing us and teaching us that there is a better way for us to do things every day. And you are the provider of such knowledge and such wisdom. You know, Lord, the Bible teaches us that if we we would come to you, you would provide us with this. But we have learned bad habits. And one of those bad habits is charging off to do it our way. Charging off to do what we think and what we think is the first priority. But right now, Father, we repent of thinking that we had made you the first priority when indeed we had not. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us to the place of realizing what putting you first actually means in our everyday life. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Father. Thank you. We thank you for your presence among us. We welcome you. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you for the Godhead. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you, Lord, for your unctioning of the Holy Spirit to get our attention. We thank you for the convicting of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for your tender mercies toward us. We thank you for your mercy, your compassion, your grace. We thank you, Lord, for showing us there's a better way to live every day. We thank you for the warring angels, the praising angels, the ministering spirits, But most of all, Father, we thank you for your presence. You are treasured and dear to us. And we know that you love us and that you care for us. We know that you love us and care for us. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. We'll keep you first, Jesus. We'll keep you first. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. We will acknowledge you in all of our ways so that you can direct our path because the steps of a righteous person are ordered by the Lord, not by the person. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. Father, We thank you that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. No weapon formed against us 
shall be able to prosper. In every tongue that rises against us in judgment, we now condemn because our righteousness is from you. It's given by you. You are a shepherd and we shall not want. You have already supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We cast down every imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And we bring into captivity every to the obedience of Jesus Christ. We cast all of our cares upon you, for you care for us. We thank you, Lord, for blessing us to walk in divine health, for you are our God, and you heal all of our diseases, and by your stripes we have been healed. We thank you, Lord, for every blessing that you have blessed us with, in heavenly places. You've given us everything that pertains to life and to godly living. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, Seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex crimes, uh, uh, cyber sex, pornography, demonic curiosity, Bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology. Pulse microwave and radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. Binding electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, technopaganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks unto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking, reporting, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, 
familiar electronic digital technology demons and their attacks. All Leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing Kundalini spirits and their attacks, water and marine spirits, their attacks, sex devils, their attacks, unclean spirits and passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, sorcery devils and their attacks. All seducing, womanizing drone spirits, whoredom spirits, and their attacks. All the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, and their attacks. Targeted radio frequency, pulse weapons, and their attacks. All microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the work of every druid. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind all ill effects coming from the satellite from the cell towers, through our computers, and through our electronic and technological devices. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bind the Havana syndrome, the brain changes, the injuries. All dyslexia is bound in Jesus' name. We bind dyslexia and all other learning, as it is called, disabilities in Jesus' name. We bind the spirits behind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the traumas behind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the injuries behind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the ungodly inheritance behind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind dementia in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind Alzheimer's in the name of Jesus Christ. We command those spirits to be bound in Jesus' name with uh, with chains and fetters of iron. We send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We command those spirits to come up and out of the saints right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out of the saints right now. Every learning disability that has been named, Every name that is named comes subject to the name of Jesus Christ. We bind those learning disabilities and the demons that are behind it in Jesus' holy We break that over your life in the name of Jesus. Inability to focus, we bind you in Jesus' name. Slow learner, we bind you in the name of Jesus. Come out of God's people in the name of Jesus. Come out of God's people in the name of Jesus. Come out of God's people in the name of Jesus. Barriers and blockades in the mind. Amnesia walls. We bind you in Jesus' name. Come down. Come down in the name of Jesus. Come down now. 
in the name of Jesus. You must obey the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for releasing your angels. Barriers in the mind. You're bound in Jesus' name. We break through those walls now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the breakthroughs, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the breakthroughs in the name of Jesus Christ. The word declares that the memory of the righteous is blessed. We bless the memories of the righteous in Jesus' name. We bind confusion in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind fog, brain fog. A bruised mind. Jesus took your bruising. He was bruised. For you, receive the healing in Jesus' name. He was bruised for you. Receive the healing in Jesus' name. Every blockage, every barrier, every hindrance to receiving the sound mind that Jesus gives each of us. I break your grip and hold in their lives in Jesus' name. You are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. You are taken out of the way, placed in the spiritual cage, and sent to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Come out of the people of God. Come out of the people of God right now in Jesus' name. Come out of the people of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of the people of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out in Jesus' holy name. The entrance of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple in Jesus' name. Father, we receive the entrance of your word that brings light and understanding. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We thank you, and we give you praise, Lord. We bind all whoredom spirits and their attacks, all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent, authority, dominion, and power over what the computer and other electronic devices do to the mind. We break its grip and hold in Jesus' name. We cut ourselves free. In the name of Jesus Christ, and with the blood of Jesus washing over our mind, the blood of Jesus washing over our mind, the blood of Jesus washing over our mind. Thank you, Jesus. The blood of Jesus washing 
over our minds. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the peace, Jesus. Thank you for the peace. Thank you for the peace. Thank you for the peace. Ah, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hey, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you for the peace, Lord. Thank you for the peace. Amen. We bind all mystic rituals and their intent, binding all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and all components. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, Islander, Korean, Japanese, Russian, Ukrainian, Chinese, Malaysian, Indonesian, Thank you, Holy Spirit. We bind all Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic in Jesus' name. Every order, type, rank, and method of occultism and witchcraft we bind in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Uh-huh. We bind their practices in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind on Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity in Jesus' name. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog, and every abomination has been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, witchcraft, dedication, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind all of the rituals that are done worldwide on the phases of the moon in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, monitor, track, Besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, 
divide, confound, attack, reproach, despise, undermine, corrupt, and defile, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind food, lust, addiction, gluttony, and we bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset. We bind make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la land, religious, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, and the spirit and the children of disobedience. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, all blood rituals, every boomerang and each payback and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website and against us, returning all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, and jujus, all Nigerian tribal witchcraft, works of the Obita man and others in Jesus' name. Hey, hallelujah. Binding the dances done in the circles. Hey, and the demons they conjure up in Jesus' name. Binding all Chaldean witchcraft in Jesus' name. All Buddhist black magic. Binding B-R-U-J-E-R-I-A in Jesus' name. Come out of God's people. You can't stay hidden there as if you're not there. You are, and God sees you, and you must leave in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. We bind all Ahab and Jezebelic practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, vowel PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bind the king of pride and all of his agents. We bind his seven heads and cut them off in Jesus' name. Sent into the cage to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and solely sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, 
combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin in Jesus' name. We bind all adultery spirits in Jesus' name. We bind the spirits of lust in the name of Jesus Christ. We send you bound into the cage to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh-huh, yeah. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Ah, yes, Lord. Start here again. All rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, unfaithfulness. Unfaithfulness is sin. Unfaithfulness and temptations to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Mammon, Atlas, Apollyon, Kali, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, all false deities in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for helping us. We bind Billy, uh-huh, because he's leading some people into sin. I can see that. Molech, Basilek, Python, Neptune, Zeus, and Apollyon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins, and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals in the name of Jesus Christ. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, pledge, vow, and all their of ungodliness in the name of Jesus Christ and those of the associated organization. We bind their false religion in the name of Jesus Christ and their false God in Jesus' holy name. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, and the grip in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We return their affliction to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that's familiar to the that was familiar to the layer of sins. We bind the pride, the insanity, the work of errors and foolishness of our own opinions and our own decisions. We bind being misled and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind worldliness. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind worldliness in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind worldliness even in our own lives in Jesus' holy name. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. 
Thank you, Lord. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo every burden, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere, especially Christians that are being persecuted and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Command every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us, to be bound in the name of Jesus Christ, chained, sent into the cage in Jesus' name, and to the feet of Jesus for judgment, and come out of us right now. Come out of the people of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of the people of God in Jesus' holy name. We bind every unclean thought, every ungodly thought. We circumcise from ourselves any thoughts that are not of Jesus Christ. We bind every thought in Jesus' name, and we pull those thoughts down. We bring them into obedience, into the obedience of Jesus Christ right now. Thank you, The Lord says for uh, you to stop right now for a moment and repent. You know who you are. He wants you to stop right now for a moment and repent. Amen. Father, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. And we cover every mode of transportation, whether it's Uber or whatever form of transportation it is. We cover ourselves, the road we travel, the airway, the waterway, however, railway, however we're traveling. Cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. And we take authority, dominion, and power over any agent or agents of the devil that would cross our path, even objects. In Jesus' name. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all the demons, demons of the day and of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams. Brother Bill, please post the dream protocol. Thank you, sir. And we command them to stay away. We thank you for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the fiery wall of protection around us with your glory in the midst. Thank you, Lord. We pull out all the fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, all voodoo, 
any curses, hexes, jinxes, charms that were sent to us, we return them from whence they came in Jesus' name. We send it back. We literally pull the pins out in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We cut and burn ungodly silver cords and ley lines and soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break the power of the magic touch. We break the power of the magic touch. The spirits that entered us when someone touched us unauthorized by the kingdom of God, we bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We command it to come up and out of us right now. Leave us right now. That demon can't stay. Got to go in Jesus' name. We break the power of the magic touch right now in the name of Jesus Christ and the release of transfers of demonic spirits during it. We cut ourselves free from those spirits. We loose ourselves from those spirits in Jesus' name. Come up and out of God's people in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord, we break down, undam, blow up walls of protection around witches, warlocks, wizards, shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, technology, Satanists, sorcerers, divinators, and such, and liars, of course. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord, we break down, undam, and blow up all those walls of protection, any form of protection in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We break the power of all curses, hexes, vexes, love spells, charms, witchcraft, psychic thoughts, psychic prayers, fetishes, charms, spells, sorcery, magic, voodoo, mind control, brain frequency, Meditations, jinxes, potions, bewitchments, death spirits, destruction, sickness, pain, torment, psychic prayer, power, and psychic warfare, ungodly prayer chains, incense and candle burnings, ungodly blessings, chantings, crystals, root works, incantations, tribal rituals and sin, and all other forms of witchcraft being sent. All hexes go back now in Jesus' name. Every hex must go back now in the name of Jesus Christ. All hexes, all vexes, all charms go back now in the name of Jesus Christ. You cannot stay. You must go back where you came from according to the covenant in the name of Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, we want to thank you for watching over us in every act of witchcraft that has been sent against us, including a weight gain by witchcraft, swelling of body parts, especially feet and ankles through witchcraft. It is returned from whence it came in Jesus' name. We are sending it back right now. Everything that has happened to our bodies due to someone attacking us in witchcraft we send it back right now in the name of Jesus, according to the covenant. We thank you, Lord, for taking care of your people in the name of Jesus. Every attack goes back. Every attack. Every attack goes back in Jesus' name. Every attack. Every attack. Every attack goes back in Jesus' name. Attacks against our property goes back in Jesus' name. Attacks against us and all that pertains to us goes back in Jesus' name. It all goes back in the name of Jesus. 
We bind spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery in the name of Jesus Christ. We break the power of spirits of bondage, heaviness, fear, and hate. We forbid you to attack us in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for the freedom, peace of mind that you have released to your children, Father. We receive the peace of God in our minds and in our hearts. Right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So tonight, saints, the Lord's impressed me that we're going in this direction. I want to thank the Lord for something I just found. Mm. I've been looking for it. And it actually was right under my nose. I just couldn't see it. But as we were about to get ready to, to go on the air, whew, the Lord showed me where I put it. So thank you, Lord. See, the Lord is blessing our featured song. Father, in the name of Jesus, there are saints that are carrying heavier-than-usual burdens. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you that your yoke is easy, Lord, and your burden is light. We give you praise for the manifestation of your word in our lives. Amen. All right. Our featured psalm is Psalm 124. Featured Psalm is Psalm 124, and our verse for meditation comes from the book of Psalms, Psalm 56, verse 3. Psalm 56, verse 3. Our featured ebook is Spirit, the Spirit of Lust, Flesh and Demons Together. Flesh and Demons Working Together, the Spirit of Lust. Now. If you are a person who has ever participated at any time in your life in an extramarital affair, you need to read this book. If you are are a person who at any time in your life you have been uh, indulgent in sexual sin, you need to read this book. If you are a person who is still dealing with strongholds in your life that uh, pertain to the sexual arena, you need to read this book. If you're a person that has sexual dreams, you need to read this book. Amen? The link is in the chat room. Praise the Lord. If you're a person, 
that feels or experiences an inclination or an attraction to same-sex persons, persons of your same gender. You need to read this book. Amen? You know, we have to want the truth in our lives if we want to be set free. Amen? Praise God. Yes, the word of the Lord is tried. So tonight we're going to talk about the word of Christ in you. The word of Christ in you. Saints, do you believe the message of the gospel? Do you? Before you answer in haste to see if God the Holy Spirit agrees with your response. Check to see if the Holy Spirit agrees with your response. He can be trusted. He is the spirit of truth. God has told us in the scriptures that he works miracles upon our bodies in exactly the same way that he works on our souls. Amen? It is by us hearing and believing the gospel message. It is by us hearing and believing the gospel message. So we're going to our our scripture in Romans, Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So then faith cometh by hearing the word of God. Comes by hearing. The word of God. That's right. God's pattern of doing things is by making promises and then by fulfilling them wherever they produce faith. I'll say that again. God's pattern of doing things is by making promises and then by fulfilling them wherever they produce faith. It is with us as it was with Abraham. It is with us as it was with Abraham. This is what happened with him. This is what happened with him. Number one, Abraham simply believed the word of God. Abraham simply put, believed the word of God. He had faith that God would do exactly 
as he promised. He had confidence in God that God would do exactly as he promised. He believed that God was not a liar. He believed that God was not, excuse the expression, an Indian giver. He didn't give it to you and take it back. He had a higher opinion of God than some of us. Number two, Abraham was fully persuaded by the word of God alone. He didn't put out a fleece. Abraham was fully persuaded by the word of God alone. He didn't ask for 15 confirmations. You know, there's nothing wrong with asking for a confirmation, but 15 of them? Amen. Number three. Abraham held fast the beginning of his confidence, his hope in God, when his faith was tested. When his faith was tested, he held on. He didn't let go of his faith and hope and confidence in God. Abraham was totally occupied with the word of God in the matter. He was completely consumed with what God had promised him. It took over his thought life. It took over his emotion. It took over his affection. It consumed him. Think about it. You know, we talked about this not long ago. Abraham was totally occupied with the word of God on the matter, on the issue at hand. Abraham refused. That's right. He stood up against the devil. He said no. It's not going to happen here. Abraham refused to throw his confidence in God's word to him away. He treasured it too much. It meant too much to him. He refused to throw it away. He refused to act like it wasn't that important. He refused to take it lightly. He refused to let it slip by him. He decided that he was not going to let go. It's not that he didn't have opportunity, but he made up his mind. Abraham refused to throw his confidence in God's word to him away, 
when matters didn't seem to be working out. Mm-hmm. Abraham decided to actually trust God's promise to him. Most Christians are nowhere near this place. We are too attached to the material arena of life. We are too comfort and speed conscious. You know, if it starts to make me feel uncomfortable, then this must not be God. Well, I have news for you. So you got to understand, when Noah and his family was building the ark, everyone in their community ridiculed them, but they never stopped building. People talked about them, jeered, said all kinds of evil, ugly, nasty things. But it never stopped them. They held on to the vision. They held on to the vision. They held on to the vision. They didn't let go. You see, God keeps bringing us these examples of people, human beings, made of dust just like us, who had these challenges from God. And there were some serious challenges not to be taken lightly. But they held on to what God said. Somehow we think that our situation is so different, but it's not. The same principles apply. Are we going to cling to God or are we going to let go? No one can make this choice for you. Your sister can't decide that for you. Your spouse can't decide that for you. Your children can't decide that for you. Only you can make that decision. You have to decide how deep your love for God is going to go. Only you can make that choice. Amen? Only you. You're the only one that can do that. Nobody else can decide if you're going to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, with your everything. Amen. To us, if it doesn't happen on our time schedule, we feel as though God has let us down. That's how we act. But we fail to recognize that it is through faith and patience that we inherit the promises. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. Hebrews chapter 6, 
verse 12, that ye be not slothful or lazy or lazy-minded or sluggish or slow to do it, but followers of them and patience inherit the promises. Now, just because you don't personally think you know anyone who has, you have now come into the assembly of the saints of God. Many of us have inherited promises and seen the fulfillment of that and shared our testimony in this church. This is a different place. You may have where nobody got healed, everybody died of cancer, or something else. But this is not that place. This is the kingdom of God. Amen? So we're not going to be slow to do what God's telling us to do. But we're going to keep following with those who, through faith and patience, actually do inherit the promise. We have a tendency to attempt to micromanage God's working when matters do not occur as we expect. But, you know, we can choose to bypass that if we want to. That's right. We can choose to keep our little fingers out of it and let God do what he's doing and trust that he can handle it. You know, there are those of us who are still learning how to butt out and let God handle. When it's time for us to act, we need to act. When it's time for us to speak, we need to speak. The rest of the time, we need to leave it to the Lord. Amen? There are times when we just need to be still and know that he is God. He's in control and he can handle that. And we need to have peace about it. We don't need to be anxious. Well, I wonder... And I wonder, God's been working with the people on this planet for a long time. There isn't anything new about man that's going to surprise God. Creator knows his creation. God can handle it. We need to trust him. Amen? Some of us want to jump in and help God out, so we think. But... God doesn't need that kind of help. He is the self-sufficient one. Amen? Amen. Process of believing for God's promises to come to pass, the temptation to seek to manipulate matters often overcome us. We allow our flesh to get in the way. We feel this pressure to get in it anyway, to open our mouth and say something. 
Well, that person hasn't done what they need to do yet, so I need to just tell them what to do. Maybe you don't need to do that. Maybe you need to learn to be still. Amen. And it's the truth, and we know it. Amen. There are times when an issue would have resolved itself had we not jumped in to put our two cents in when God didn't tell us to. And after we jumped in it, we made it worse than it ever was before. Amen? Amen. You have to learn. You have to learn to trust, to learn, to rest in his promises. It's a process. It's not overnight. If you're an impetuous person, you have to allow the word of God to discipline your emotions. If you're an impetuous, impatient, got to have it right now, got to get it done this second, can't stop, let's go, let's go, let's go person. What are we waiting for anyway, person? You have got to learn to allow the word of God to harness you, to change you to mold you, to make you, to discipline you, to correct you, to comfort you, to give you peace and reassurance, and to build up your trust in God. It take, It's a process. It takes some time. Can't just quit and go off and do your thing because you just can't take it anymore. No, that's not it. Amen? This does not happen in five minutes or ten minutes or ten days. You've been this way a long time. God is working on you. Work with God. Work with God. Well, what if I don't get it done before he comes back? Well, you did your best. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. If we succumb to these temptations, our faith is not yet sure and steadfast. We need to keep working with God on these kinds of issues in our lives until we grow and become sure and steadfast. The roots on a plant, the deeper they go in, the stronger the plant becomes. But the roots have got to have time to grow. Amen. We must grow in grace. Abraham evidently decided to rule out the obvious obstacles as eligible objectives in his journey of faith. What did that mean? 
Abraham evidently decided to rule out the obvious obstacles as eligible objectives in his journey of faith. One of his rule outs was the age condition of his own body. For he was an elderly man looking towards a hundred years old. He wasn't in his 20s anymore, dear. 20 had come and gone a few times. It was one or the other. It could not be both. Either his physical condition was going to call the outcome or the word of God was going to call the outcome. Let's go to Romans chapter 4, verse 19. Romans chapter 4, verse 19. Romans chapter 4, verse 19. And being not weak in faith, not weak in faith, he considered, see, he had to think. It says he considered, he thought about. Not his own body now dead. That means as far as reproductive activity was going on, he wasn't going on with it. Okay? When he was about an hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. It's important. See, either his physical condition was going to dictate the outcome or the word of God was going to dictate the outcome. Abraham chose the word of God. He decided not to allow what could have been his own doubt to keep him from receiving the descendants that God had promised to him. He decided he was not going to allow what could have been his own doubt. He could have built his own doubt monument right there. But he refused to go that way. He refused. He could have taken all his little blocks and built himself a doubt monument, but he refused to do any of that. No, 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 no. He decided that he wasn't going to have any potential doubt. He got rid of all of that. He ruled it out, just like an umpire, out. These things were not going to keep him from receiving the descendants that God had promised to him. His next rule out was the deadness of Sarah's womb. We just read about that. Sarah had been barren her whole time, from puberty forward. Mm -hmm. 
You know, I've worked with some people trying to get them to change their faith position, to come out of doubt, fear, unbelief, and blaming into faith so that God could bless them. I know of one lady, it took her 10 years to get out of it. But finally, she had a son. Can be done. It depends on God's promise and how you respond. So, as much as Abram loved Sarah, even his affections for her did not produce children. Abraham ruled out Sarah's barrenness as a reason why his descendants could not be born. Because remember, when God came by to talk to Abram about matter and eventually to tell him about Lot and those matters, Sarah was in the tent listening. And she decided, ha, 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 isn't this funny? I've been barren my whole life, and now he's going to tell him that I'm going to have a baby. Ha, ha. But you see, Isaac's name means God laughs. God got the last laugh. See, some of us still have this idea that God is way off somewhere and he's too busy uh, making more galaxies to pay too much attention to us. That is just not the truth. God is up close and personal with each of us. Amen? He is up close and very, very personal. Amen. Many couples fail God in this area of their lives. God makes a promise. They agree with God. But when temptation to rely on any other method other than faith arise, they opt out on God. God gets left, and they roll over with the reproductive clinic of the whoever, whoever. Amen. But they'll say, but you don't understand. I have news to declare. God always understands. Faith failures always bring consequences. Faith failures always bring consequences. But back to Abraham. Those issues or rule out, which from the natural perspective made the birth sentence impossible, were not allowed by Abraham to become a resting place for doubt. He ran into some challenges that he didn't see any way that he could surmount them on his own. 
but he refused to allow those places to be a place where doubt would come to rest in his life. He just said no. Mm-hmm. Abraham did not bury his head in the sand. He didn't go around pretending that the facts weren't the facts. He didn't do that. That's not how he handled it. And he didn't avoid the facts. He faced them. He faced the facts head on. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. He already understood his own physical condition and that of his wife. He already understood that. In his mind, he acknowledged that the situation was puzzling. He didn't have a ready answer. But we're not required to have all the answers. Now are we? Where in any of the passages do you see God asking Abram to figure it all out by himself? You don't. So why do we go through this cycle of acting like we're supposed to know the answer to everything that comes up in life? We're supposed to know exactly what to do, exactly when to do it, exactly who to talk to, exactly how to handle it. That is not what happens. We go to God, we hand our issues to him in prayer and thanksgiving, and we believe him and trust him, and he begins to lead us one step at a time. Told you that you had to have all the answers to life when you were 18. Who told you that? You're supposed to know what you're going to be by the time you're 25. Nowadays, you're doing good just to get to 19. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So, spite of the fact that he had acknowledged that the situation was puzzling, yet in spite of the seeming impossibility, he believed God. He believed God anyway. That was his determination. I'm believing God anyway. Most of us would have caved in to our doubts and fears. Most of us would have. But the same choices that Abraham had to face today to go all the way with God against all odds or not. Abraham chose to keep his focus on the heavenly revelation that sparkled from the sky, and he wouldn't let go of it. It was in keeping his focus on the word of God to him 
God's promise to him that caused him to wax strong in faith. You see, a sound mind is a disciplined mind. It's a focused mind. It has to be disciplined to keep its mind on what God said, but God. His body was dead, but God. Sarah was barren, but God. They were both up in age, but God. Too many of us factor God right out of everyday decisions. We factor God right out, like, well, I've done this before. I can figure this out. I know what to do and blah, blah, blah. That's not what the word teaches us. It teaches us to come out of the community of self-will. Jesus gave us that example, leave the village of self-will, where you order your own steps and expect God's outcome. That's not the way it works. Amen. And many of us have learned that. Amen. It was his focus on God's, on the word of God to him, God's promise to him that caused him to become strong in faith. Focusing on it. He didn't allow himself to become distracted from what God promised him. He didn't get sidetracked because he kept his thought life focused. Amen. He became fully persuaded, absolutely certain, that even though he didn't know how God was going to pull it off, God was going to pull it off. I had one of those challenges this week. I did. I suddenly was faced with a situation that I had to do something about, and I just handed it to God. I said, okay, it's on you. You have to tell me step for step. I'm not making one decision. You're going to have to tell me step for step what you want me to do, and I will do what you tell me to do. And I did, and it worked out. I was expecting it to happen on Monday, and it didn't. Nor did it happen on Tuesday, but it happened on Thursday. Was it a challenge? Yes. Did it come? With strenuous physical labor? Yes, it did. Was I tired? Yes, I was. And some other people were too. But was I satisfied and at peace? Yes. In the spirit, I saw it on Sunday night. But it didn't come into reality until Thursday afternoon. Amen? You see, I have to practice what I preach to you. I can't tell you to do one thing and then I go do something else. That doesn't work. 
That's right. But I have what God wanted me to have. For years, I asked God about this. Lord, may I have? And the answer was no. 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 I mean, for years, the answer. Decades, the answer has been no. Until this week. Amen. Amen. So, is that the end of this saga? No. I have to believe God for some other things. But God is taking care of it already, and I have that confidence down in my heart. Amen. And you have to live that way, too. You have to learn to live that. It's not automatic. You have to make effort to get there. You have to deliberately decide, I am not going to have a panic attack. No, I'm not. I've had enough of that. I am just not going to do that. Holy Spirit, I'm going to need all the help you can give me because I'm just not going to have a panic attack. Please keep me calm. You've got to have a made-up mind to serve the Lord. I'm not going to get upset because things don't operate on schedule. No, I won't. No, I won't. No, I will not. I need grace, Father. He'll give the grace. Did I have a time schedule? Yes, but I'm not in control of time nor event. I had to turn that over. And so do you. But the bank didn't get back to me by so. You gave it to God. He's the only banker you'll ever need anyway. Amen. That's the way it really does work. I can't just talk to you about you ought to do this. and you, No, I have to live this. And you have to learn to live it too. You got to drop off how you used to do it. You've been practicing that for so long, you ought to be bored with it by now. You've got to pick up the God way and then run with him. Amen? That's the way this works. Abraham allowed the word of God itself to convince him. He allowed the word of God to convince him. Amen? He allowed the word of God to convince him. The word of God to convince him. It was the word of God that convinced him. Not his own bright ideas. No, it was the word of God that convinced him. He opened his heart without reservation. Here you go, right here. Reservation. That's got to go. All of those reservations have to pack up and move someplace else other than your life. And you are the one that has to give them the eviction notice. promised you some things, but you have reservations. Well, guess what? 
you have to give them all an eviction notice. No, I'm not going to come do it for you. You have to do that. Amen. So, he opened his heart without reservation to God's word and promise to him. He allowed the word to come in and rule and reign in his heart and mind. In so doing, power of the word of God was released into him. When he opened up, the power came in. Mm-hmm. There you have it. Abraham allowed God's promise to him to take root in him, and he embraced it. He wasn't trying to pull it up by the roots every day. A new doubt. Oh, no, let me pull it up. No, he didn't go there. He did not torment himself that way. Amen. That's right. Nor did he run away. Some of us have been the world's biggest scaredy cats that you've ever seen. And when the challenge looks just too tough, we we just we tuck tail and run and then find a place to hide. That won't work. Not in this kingdom. You can't run, you can't hide. If the devil's out there, you got to come out and face him. Amen. He's equipped you. He's trained you, but you have to do it. That's right. You can't sit there and say, I'm scared of the demons. No, that's not going to work, okay? It's just not going to work. Amen. But this is a big demon. They Listen, they're all just demons, okay? They're just all demons. A demon is a demon is a demon, and that's it. God has given you power and authority over the demons. So what difference does it make if you think it's big or small? You've got power and authority anyway. Amen? And you know this. You know this. Abraham embraced God's word to him. He took it to himself. It was by looking unto the promise of God that Abraham waxed strong in faith. When coming to God for healing or blessing, be very certain that this will be your attitude and your determination. Because there is no healing promised except on this condition. But I've got there yet. You can get there. Other people have gotten there that are just as weak as you or weaker than you. 
You can do it. Yes, you can. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Amen? Say, Abraham did it. You can do it too. Abraham did it. You can do it too. Romans chapter 15, verse 4. Romans chapter 15, verse 4. Romans chapter 15, verse 4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime, were written for our learning. Things have been written for us to learn. So that we, through patience and the comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. God has given us everything that pertains to godly living. He's given us faith. He's given us the word. He's given us protection. He's given us forgiveness. He's given us healing and an inheritance. And he's given us himself. Now what? If Abraham can do it, you can do it too. Amen. Amen. Because it's so. So that's the end of your pity party. Amen. That's the end of, I I don't know if I can do it. That's over. That door just closed behind you. It's done. It's one and done. It's time to move forward with Jesus. Amen? It's time to move forward with Jesus. Amen. So tonight, we talked about, and you need to recast, the word of Christ in you. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. I just know that you're going to hear just what you need to hear. I'm certain of it. Amen. I'm absolutely, positively certain of it. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Area code 81882. You're on the air in Jesus' name. Hi. Um, I wanted to get prayer. Um, I'm, I'm under attack, I did put it on the prayer request. Um, this, is, this is like the twice in two weeks where like, like the attack is really strong with getting sick. But I know because I've been really struggling. I mean, I've been fighting to know that by his stripes, I'm already healed. And I've been really working on that. So, of course, you know, I guess the enemy is challenging me on that. And it's been it's been difficult. Um, and so I need that. And then God is just having me um, doing next steps and stuff. And I think a lot of it is, like, I don't want I guess I can't really talk about it, like, you know, right now. But it's God is doing great things. And um and challenging me, getting me next steps and everything. And it's been really exciting. But I just want him 
um, to real, but I don't feel like like I'm struggling with physical energy. Like I feel like my physical energy is far lower than what it needs to be um, to do what he's, you know, what he's having me do. And and I I just want prayer for all that. All right, Heavenly Father, the Bible says, "Let the weak say, I am strong." Amen. That's what the Bible says to do. The Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. I am strong. Amen? So he's saying, you're going to have to change what comes out of your mouth before he can do anymore. Amen? He says, these are his instructions in Joel chapter 3, verse 10. Let the weak say, okay, you know you got weakness. This is what he wants to hear coming out of your mouth. I am strong. I am strong. I am strong in the Lord. I am strong. I am strong. Strong in the Lord. I am strong. I am strong in the Lord. And that's all other than thank you. And Lord, I worship you needs to be coming out of your mouth. He's saying you have to engineer this by managing to discipline your mouth and your word. Okay. Mm-hmm. The mouth has got it this time. You got to deal with the mouth. The mouth can't be uh, agreeing with the flesh. It's got to say, I am strong. And you won't be by yourself. There are plenty of your brothers and sisters up here tonight that are in the same position. They've got something to do. It requires more than they think they have to bring to it. And they have to say it too. I am strong. I am strong. Strong in the Lord. Amen? See, when you do what God says to do, you get his responses. You get God's way. You get what you need from God. And because you're cooperating with him, he releases the blessings to you. It's called obedience. (laughs) Amen? So you're going to have to tear down that thing in your mind that says, I can't do it, I can't do it, I don't have what I need, I can't do it. you got to tear that thing down. you got to send it to the feet of Jesus for judgment. It can't stay with you. It's got to go, and it's got to go for good. you got to rip it apart with the word of God. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. I think that's Philippians chapter 4. I can do all things, whatever that is that you need to do. I can do all things through Christ. Strengtheneth me. So there you got two scriptures right there telling you the same thing. Amen? Amen. You got it. You got to step out of how you feel, 
out of what you've always thought and believed, and you've got to ditch those things. They've got to go. Like you threw them out in the dumpster. They've got to go. And you have to replace them with the two scriptures I just gave you and doing what God says to do. I might need a third one, too, because there's something else that God told me he has for me. And I think I've been, um, like, wanting it so, like, to make it happen. Quicker. Not to make it happen, but I guess disappointed, and I'm getting weary in spirit in a sense. So that's also that one I can cut. I think all that together, or something, if there's another verse for that. May I ask a question? When he sure. told you, did he tell you you had to get up and make it happen? Um, for the other thing, for the, um, not for this other one. He said that he's working it out, um, and you know, and just to and he tells you what to do each step of the way. But it's just, um, I guess I get eager and I want it now, and I get disappointed now, and I get butt hurt or whatever when it's. And I don't so know how to explain it, but. So the scripture says, through faith and patience, we inherit the promises. Okay, that's what I'm, with faith and patience, we inherit yes. the promise. Yes, that was one okay. of the scriptures from tonight. Oh, wow. Through faith and that's... patience, we inherit the promises. Faith and patience. Faith and patience. Mhm. That's right. That's exactly what the word says. Hebrews chapter six verse twelve. Hebrews chapter six verse twelve. Don't be okay, followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Okay. It requires both. Amen. And there's no getting around it. There is no getting around it. All right? All right. Thank you. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you that our sister is learning the word. She's learning to do the word in her life and see the result that you have called for us all to experience in Jesus' name. We release the blessing of the Lord on you. Amen. Amen. I love you. Love you too. Bye-bye. Amen. All right. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Area code 951. You're on the air in Jesus' name. Hi, hi, Dr. Sessions. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm not doing okay. What can we do for you? Um, I just need, I need prayer because I've been struggling with some anxiety and some depression issues. And I've been just, I've been attending church. I've been trying to push through it, but... I just have sometimes I just have these um this dizziness and this headache and and um sometimes my sleep is also has been broken up and I'm just trying to just um 
stay strong in my faith and just trying to get through it. Because I I was serving the Lord and I was doing things from the Lord and then this happened and so this is where I'm at right now. Okay, what happened? Um, what happened? I just yes. um, it just kind of came on all of a sudden. Um, I was I had stopped sleeping. And then um, I started having just um, these symptoms in my body where I wasn't able to swallow. I was having problems with with eating. And it just kind of spiraled out of control. And, um, and it just led me to where I'm at right now. And it, this has been going on for on and off for about a year, year and a half. Okay. What when it first started, what was going on in your life? My son was um he was having problems as far as in his life. He started um smoking marijuana and then that progressed and then he started um going into having gender dysphoria. And I was just concerned. I was worried. I was praying. I was, I was trying to stay strong. And it, it just something just happened to where I stopped. Um, I saw him. I had been through something several years back, and I think when I saw him starting to go in that direction again, I had come out of it. And then I guess fear just entered into me. Okay. All right. So you need to repent. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I did something wrong. I did something wrong. I opened myself up to fear. I open myself up to fear. I allowed. I allowed. The decisions that my son made. The decisions that my son made. And the consequences that came. And the consequences that came. To move me off the word of God. To move me off the word of God. I repent. I repent. I turn away from that. I turn away from that. I give my son back to you, Lord. I give my son back to you, Lord. I take my hands off of it. My hands off of it. And I put my eyes back in the scriptures. And I put my eyes back on the scripture. I know that you have all power. I know that you have all power. But I have to allow my son. But I have to allow my son. To get to know you. To get to know you. For himself. 
for himself. I can't do it for him. I can't do it for him. I have to trust you with him. I have to trust you with him. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you, Lord, to forgive me. And to deliver me from this fear that I let in. And to deliver me from this fear that I let in. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come in agreement with our sister's prayer. And we release the mercy of God to her in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord says he's going to give you a song that he wants you to sing to him every single day. You understand? Yes. You understand he's going to bring a song to you, and he wants you, a S-O-N-G, song, and he wants you to sing that song to him every single day. Amen? Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I take authority, dominion, and power over the fear in her. I bind it in the name of Jesus. It's a generational fear. You became sin for her. You took the curse for her. I cut her free with the sword of the Spirit in Jesus' name. Come up and out of her. I root that fear out of your life in Jesus' name. Deep breath and cough from your gut. Come on out. Deep breath and cough from your gut. Cough it out. It's got to go. You've got to cough it out. Come on out of her in the name of Jesus. Go bound into the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Family sicknesses that come with fear, bound in Jesus' Deep breath and cough. Come on out of her in the name of Jesus. Family sicknesses and illnesses and afflictions that come with the grip of fear. We break your grip and hold in Jesus' name. Loose her. Loose her now. Loose her now in Jesus' name. Loose her now in the name of Jesus. Come on out of her. Holy Spirit, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Every bit of it come out of her in Jesus' name. I don't care how far it goes back up the family line. It's all got to go. Jesus took it all on the cross. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your love, Lord. Perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love casts 
without fear. Thank you for your love, Lord. Thank you for the love. Do you have a prayer language? I haven't had it. Father, in the name of Jesus, through your mercy and love, we ask that, oh, that you fill her afresh with the Holy Spirit to overflowing and holy fire and release her prayer language in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath and open your mouth and let it come out in the name of Jesus. Let your prayer language come out. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Yeah. It's a gift from God. Mm-hmm. You got to open your mouth and let it out. Just let it come up for it. It comes up from within you. It doesn't come out of your head. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You're the baptizer in the Holy Ghost and the Holy Fire. We ask, Father, for Jesus to come baptize her afresh with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Fire of God. In Jesus' name, stir up the gift in you in the name of Jesus. Stirring up the gift in you in Jesus' name. You need to go on a fast, sister. Like for the next two days, and spend your time in the King James Version of the Bible and find your faith in God once again. Amen? Amen? Yes, ma'am. You've done that before, right? Been a while. Okay, will you and God get together so he can let you know how he wants you to fast? And for the next two or three days, you need to fast and focus on him. You don't need to be all on your cell phone and what your son is doing or anybody or anything else that's going on on earth. You need to be in your room, you and God in the Bible, a notepad and an ink pen. You need to refresh your relationship with him and sing that song to him every day. Amen? Yes. We'll be praying yes, for you. you. God bless you. We love you. Thank you. Call back. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh. All right. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. <sighs> Amen. Okay. Here we go. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God is good, saints, but we can't let him go. We can't let, you know, tough times comes to everybody sooner or later, but you can't just sit down and let go of your faith and say, because this happened, I just can't go on. You can't do that. You got to hold on to God no matter what. You might have to let some folks go or some circumstances go, but you got to hold on to God in your faith. Amen? We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Now, Elias, last initial H, is part of a team planning to open 
a new LGBTQIA plus bar, Elbow District of downtown Jacksonville. A new bar called Hardwick's Bar is proposed for the historic building at 100 East Adams Street, and the business and property owners are seeking a total of $145,784 in city incentives to facilitate the opening. That means they want to use my tax money to open this. Can you believe it? Well, the Downtown Investment Authority's Retail Enhancement and Property Disposition Committee agenda for April 13th shows the co-applicants for the Hardwick's Bar Incentives includes Elias H. as business owner, Chris H. as the property owner, Timothy Hole operating partner. Elias is vice president of Petra, P-E-T-R-A, a local real estate brokerage and development firm. The ownership is expected to renovate the 3,479 square foot space, putting in new ceilings, flooring, bathrooms, and more. Mm-hmm. But the cultural significance might be the most interesting aspect of the renovation. Another win for downtown. Really? Proud to be bringing the first LGBTQIA plus bar to Jacksonville in 20 years. Really? Elias posted on his LinkedIn account on Friday. The DIA staff reports hints at the focus of the nightclub. The management team for Hardwick is confident in their expectation of drawing socially conscious and culturally diverse individuals from Southside Beaches, Mandarin, Orange Park, Fleming Island, St. Augustine, Amelia Island, Fernandina Beach, and South Georgia. Really? Timothy who previously worked at Park Place Lounge in Riverside, will be the operating partner at Hardwick's Bar, which is expected to create 15 full-time jobs. They told the business journal he and Hole have been working on the plans for Hardwick's Bar for a couple of years. He said the LGBTQIA plus community doesn't have a central gathering space in Jacksonville and hopes this will be one. He also mentioned the number of new people moving to the area and activity downtown as big factors of why the time is right for the new business. Additionally, there are spaces for two additional tenants at the building, one of which is expected to be insomnia cookies and the other a photography studio. Hardwick's Bar Project is estimated to cost $5,996, no, $596,156. Here is how the total $145,784 incentive breaks down. $100,000 in a forgivable retail enhancement loan. 
$30,784, a facade grant, 15000 in form of a sidewalk enhancement grant. The DIA recently approved a different retail enhancement package for an entertainment venue on Bay Street. Board members say they hope to see the program continue to help new businesses open in the city. Well, Bystar Credit Union has completed its acquisition of Jacksonville Bay's First Coast Federal Credit Union, whose loan branch is located at 3040 Edison Avenue. First Coast Federal employees were offered employment opportunities at Bystar. A Bystar, yes, just like Starbucks. Starbucks, Bystar. Get it? Good which plans to use the branch to support its do-good nonprofit work. First Coast Federal Credit Union has served Northeast Florida since 1935 and has about 1,700 members and 11.2 million in assets. Bystar, as the 13th largest credit union in the country, has more than eight. 160,000 members, and over $13 billion in assets. As we welcome First Coast Federal members to ViStar, we look forward to offering them a wide variety of benefits. And ViStar President and CEO Brian Wolfberg, in a news release, as part of our long-term growth plan, we will continue to look for strategic opportunities that bring additional benefits and convenience to our growing membership and communities. Bystar plans to to open up 25 branches across Florida and Georgia over the next several years. So we thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning the plans of Bystar Credit Union and Hardwick's Bar in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We are requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning. Globalist elites slotted to attend the controversial 69th annual Bilderberg meeting this year are going to discuss artificial intelligence along with tech titans from Microsoft, Microsoft, Google, and OpenAI, according to several reports. The Bilderberg group is often likened to other elitist meetings, organizations, and societies, including but not limited to the annual World Economic Forum Summit in Davos, Switzerland, the Bohemian Grove Summer Retreat in Monterio, California, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Club of Rome, and Yale Skull and Bone Society. The three-day-long event, which is being held in Lisbon, Portugal, will also feature appearances from former U.S. Secretary of State Henry Kissinger, NATO Secretary General Jen Stolenberg, and Ukrainian Foreign Minister, whatever his name is, who will be discussing AI and topics like banking, energy, trade, NATO, Russia, and Ukraine. Other prominent figures attending Bilderberg this year include several European Union officials, 
OpenAI CEO Sam Altman, Pfizer CEO Albert Barola, conservative billionaire mega donor Peter Thiel, Total Energy CEO Patrick whatever his last name is, and BP chief Bernard Looney. According to CNBC, the Bilderberg meeting this year will focus primarily on artificial intelligence, banking system, China, energy transition, Europe, fiscal challenges, India, industrial policy and trade, NATO, Russia, transnational threats, Ukraine, and U.S. leadership. The Bilderberg Group, infamous for their elusive nature and secret plots, was first brought into the national discussion by InfoWars host Alex Jones, who exposed the group in the 2007 documentary, Blueprint for Global Enslavement. In the film, Jones describes a sinister bipartisan cabal made up of the world's most influential and powerful figures who, while meeting in secret, discuss plans to steer and manipulate geopolitical events with the end goal of establishing an authoritarian one-world government or new world order. In the near future, Earth is dominated by a powerful world government. Once free nations are slaves to the will of a tiny elite, Jones, Jones said in the film. A prison planet dominated by a ruthless gang of control freaks whose power can never be challenged. Joan in 2007 pointed to the now-demolished Georgia Guidestones as evidence of the elite's New World Order master plan. The exhibit, which the Peach State government likened to Stonehenge, contained cryptic messages calling for population control, a new universal language, and a new international world court before it was suddenly destroyed last summer due to a late-night explosion. All right, did I discuss that already? The topic of U.S. leadership, which last appeared on the Bilderberger agenda in 2018, comes as China and Russia have ramped up their efforts to reduce reliance on the U.S. dollar as the world's preeminent reserve currency. The array of globally into Influential figures include uh, NATO Secretary General Stolenberg with the dynamics of global security cooperation in sharp focus as the war in Ukraine continues with no end in sight. Also on the security front, attending the meeting are Avril, Avril Haynes, there I got it right, U.S. Director of National Intelligence, and Thomas Wright, Senior Director of strategic planning at the National Security Council. There's no shortage of political leaders, including Roberta Metzola, President of the European Parliament, Mark Root, Prime Minister of the Netherlands, and Finland's going prime, outgoing Prime Minister, Sana Marin, who lost an election but continues to serve as part of a caretaker government until the new cabinet is formed. Also attending is Sam Altman, CEO of OpenAI, the creator of the artificial intelligence chat box, ChatGPT, that has grabbed headlines for its potential to replace humans in jobs. Other prominent tech figures include uh, Nadella, 
CEO of Microsoft, Alex Karp, CEO of Plan Planetier Technologies, and former Google CEO Eric Schmidt. Albert Barula, CEO of Pfizer, is also on the list of participants, as is Thiel Capital founder Peter Thiel and John Waldron, president of Goldman Sachs. Also in attendance are a number of other people, and I'll let you read that yourself. Amen? There's a long list of people, and we're talking about Ukraine and its conflict with Russia. He recently took part in a meeting of 27 European Union foreign ministers where he called for the provision of long-range artillery, ammunition, and the opening of talks for Ukraine's potential accession to the EU. So they're planning on joining the EU. While the Bilderberg meeting is touted as a private informal gathering, devoid of any official capacity, the implications of such a potent concentration of power have been the subject of scrutiny. It seems like an awful lot of senior European politicians to be discussing vital topics such as Ukraine, Russia, NATO, and such senior NATO officials with no press oversight and no press conference. The conference seems to be a serious blind spot in the mainstream media, and this blind spot doesn't seem like it's about to clear up anytime soon, referring to reluctance on the part of leg legacy media outlets to cover the Bilderberg meetings, which have been the subject of various rumors, including that attendees gather to strategize about how to create a new world order. The secrecy surrounding the meetings has given rise to a number of unproven theories, including that Bilderberg attendees are behind the creation of the European Union or the invasion of Iraq. Below is a comprehensive list Wait a minute, there it is. Is a comprehensive list. Wait a minute, lost my spot. Da 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 da. Yeah, of participants of the 69th Bilderberg meeting. Now, if you listen in this, if you're in the state of Georgia, I want you to hear what I'm about to say. Stacey Abrams, USO, CEO of Sage Works Production. What is she doing with the likes of people of this magnitude? And how did she get there? I'll leave that with you. Now, I'm not going to read the entire list of all these people. You can see them as well as I can, and you can read them. And the Lord already knows who they are, so he doesn't need me to read them all off to him. I'm going to go right ahead and let you read through the list at your own leisure. Amen. You will see Henry Kissinger. What is Stacey Abrams doing in the same room with Henry Kissinger? <laughs> Explain that. Amen. If you can, that is. So I'm going to let you read about all these wonderful people. What is Stacey Abrams doing in a room with the former CEO and chair of Google. Uh-huh. Praise the Lord. Uh-huh. You get the picture? So do I. Requesting adjudication. Amen. <laughs> yes, that's the truth. 
Amen. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. You know, for those of you who forgot who Stacey Abrams is, she's a woman who in uh, in uh, in Georgia decided to run for governor. And she was the one that we prayed for that was telling us that abortion is a way to balance your checking account. It's a way to balance your budget. Who wants to go broke having babies out of wedlock? I'll leave it there. And many other such things she said. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning whistleblowers told Republicans on the House Judiciary Committee that Bank of America gave January 6th connected bank records to the FBI without customers' knowledge or consent. In their testimony, whistleblowers claimed that the FBI had become enveloped in politicization. All right, forget it. I've talked too long and made several claims of serious abuses over an extended period of time. In other words, the FBI is now just politics. Among those abuses, whistleblowers said that Bank of America, is that where you get your credit card from? <laughs> Guess what? Had transferred information to the FBI on transactions that took place in Washington on January 6, 2021. Now, church, let me tell you. If Bank of America is going to tell something on them, they don't mind telling it on you either. Amen. Customers were not informed of this data transfer. Those who used their Bank of America accounts to purchase a firearm were reportedly bumped to the top of the list, handed over to the FBI. In a a report released on May 18th, Republicans revealed whistleblower testimony from retired FBI supervisory intelligence analyst George Hill, who made the allegations. The Bank of America, with no directive from the FBI, data mined its customer base. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, it did, Hill testified, saying that this data mining comprised Transactions made between January 5th, 2021 and January 7th, 2021. Specifically, they targeted transactions made in Washington or nearby counties in Maryland and Virginia. Investigators asked Hill, it's anyone who used a Bank of America, either debit or credit card, to to conduct a transaction? Right, Hill Hill replied, any transaction. To buy a hot dog, doesn't matter. Hill then confirmed that those who had purchased a gun at some point in time, any time, were bumped to the top of the list given to the FBI. This list was provided without any legal process to the FBI, correct? Hill replied, so my understanding of the FBI domestic investigation investigations and operations guide and amateur assessment based on law is that you know if a citizen sees a crime and commission there's nothing wrong with injecting that and opening up a case but to my knowledge using a debit card in the district of columbia does not provide adequate predication 
for the investigation of a crime. He alleged that there was no legal process asking for the information and that Bank of America had acted entirely on its own accord. Hill also said that the flag for firearm purchases wasn't limited to purchases made in Washington and the surrounding area, but applied to any firearm purchase anywhere at any point in time using a Bank of America account. Hill's claims were corroborated by the current special agent in charge of the Boston FBI office, Joseph Bonavolta, whatever his name is, I give up with all that, asked whether he was aware of the information received from Bank of America. He replied in the affirmative. He testified that the lead was sent to the Boston office without any directive attached. Bank of America also sent information on purchases related to Inauguration Day hotel stays or plane tickets, he revealed. He testified in the body of the lead there was information that was provided by Bank of America following a certain number of criteria that, in essence, aggregated a list of individuals that were supposedly living in the New England area who either had potentially made certain credit card purchases for hotel reservations or plane tickets or potential purchases at gun stores in and around January 6th. He revealed that in addition to this January 6th data, the bank also sent the FBI info on travel and lodging fees planned for the inauguration date January 20th in that time frame. He said that after our analysis, it was clear that the FBI could do nothing with the material, and he said he pursued no further investigations on the basis of the material. In their concluding commentary on the report, House Republicans called the testimony highly alarming. The FBI seemingly worked with a major financial institution to receive, without legal process, financial records about Americans. This invasion of the privacy of American citizens is highly concerning. The latest allegations of FBI contact misconduct come amid a push a push to impeach FBI Director Christopher Wray, spearheaded by Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia, over continuing concerns that the FBI has become weaponized for partisan purposes. Requesting adjudications, thank you to the righteous judge, requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning The U.S. Supreme Court handed Internet and social media companies a pair of victories on Thursday, leaving legal protections for them unscathed and refusing to clear a path for victims of attack by militant groups to sue these businesses under an anti-terrorism law. The justices in a case involving Google LLC's video sharing platform YouTube, both part of Alphabet Inc., sidestep making a ruling on a bid to weaken a federal law called Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act that safeguards Internet companies from lawsuits 
for content posted by users. They also shielded Twitter, Inc. in a separate case from litigation seeking to apply a federal law called Anti-Terrorism Act that enables Americans to recover damages related to an act of international terrorism. In both cases, families of people killed by Islamist gunmen overseas had sued to try to hold Internet companies liable because of the presence of militant groups on their platforms or for recommending their content. The justices in a 9-0 decision reversed the lower court's ruling that had revived a lawsuit against Twitter by the American relatives of N.A., whose name I can't pronounce without destroying it. A Jordanian man killed in 2017 attacked during a New Year's celebration in an Istanbul nightclub claimed by the Islamic State militant group. In the case involving YouTube, the justices returned to a lower court, a lawsuit by the family of N. Gonzalez, a college student from California who was fatally shot in an Islamic State attack in Paris in 2015. The justices declined to address the scope of Section 230, concluding they did not need to take that step because the family's claims appeared likely to fail given the Twitter case decision. Section 230 provides safeguards for interactive computer services by ensuring they cannot be treated for legal purposes as a publisher or speaker of information provided by users. Come from across the ideological and political spectrum, including Democratic President Joe Biden and his Republican predecessor, Donald Trump, for a rethink of Section 230 to ensure that companies can be held accountable for content on their platform. This case marked the first time the Supreme Court had examined Section 230's reach. Countless companies, scholars, content creators, and civil society organizations who joined with us in this case will be reassured by this result, said Google General Counsel Prado. (coughs) Continue to work to safeguard free expression online, combat harmful content, and support businesses and creators who benefit from the Internet. (coughs) Critics have said Section 230 too often prevents platforms from being held accountable for real-world harm. Many liberals have condemned misinformation and hate speech on social media. Many conservatives have said voices on the right are censored by social media companies under the guise of moderation. (coughs) Excuse me. The massacre symbols nightclub killed Alasaf and 38 others. His relatives accused Twitter of aiding and abetting the Islamic State by failing to police the platform for the group's accounts or posts in violation of the Anti-Terrorism Act. Gonzalez's family argued that YouTube provided unlawful assistance to the Islamic State by recommending the group's content to users. In their brief ruling, the justices wrote, 
that they declined to address the application of Section 232, a complaint that appears to be to state little, if any, plausible claim for relief. Even with the best moderation systems available, a service like Twitter alone cannot screen every single piece of user-generated content with 100% accuracy. Posing liability on such services for harmful content that unintentionally falls through the crack would have disincentivized them from hosting any user-generated content said the attorney with NetChoice, a technology industry group that counts Twitter, Meta Platforms, Inc., and Google as members. The Twitter case hinged on whether the family's claims sufficiently alleged that the company knowingly provided substantial, substantial assistance to an act of international terrorism that would allow the relatives to maintain their suit and seek damages under the anti-terrorism law. After a judge dismissed the lawsuit, the San Francisco-based Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals allowed it to proceed, concluding that Twitter had refused to, to take meaningful steps to prevent Islamic State's use of the platform. Conservative Justice Clarence Thomas, who authored the Supreme Court's ruling, said the allegations made by the plaintiffs were insufficient because they point to no act of encouraging, soliciting, or advising the commission of the attack. These allegations are thus a far cry from the type of pervasive, systemic series of terrorist activities that could be described as aiding and abetting each terrorist act, Thomas added. In the Twitter case, the Ninth Circuit did not consider whether Section 230 barred the family's lawsuit. Google and Facebook, also defendants, did not formally join Twitter's appeal. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. A World Health Organization official warned on Tuesday that there was a huge biological risk in the capital of Sudan after one of the fighting parties took control of a laboratory containing samples of deadly diseases. Dr. Abid, the uh, World Health Organization's representative in Sudan, told the United Nations briefing in Geneva via video link from Port Sudan that the Central Public Health Laboratory in Katorum, I guess that's how you say it, which stores disease pathogens for polio, among others, has been seized by armed forces and technicians are unable to cure the hazardous materials after being removed from the building. He expressed concerns that fighters kicked out of all the that fighters kicked out all of the technicians from the laboratory, adding that he believes the building is now completely under the control of one of the fighting parties as a military base. He did not say which of the fighting sides has taken over the laboratory, which also reportedly contains a major blood bank. That's extremely, extremely dangerous because we have polio isolates in the lab. We have measles isolates in the lab. We have cholera isolates in the lab, he said. There is a huge biological risk associated with the occupation of the Central Public Health Lab by one of the fighting parties. 
The expulsion of technicians and power cuts in the Sudanese capital means it is not possible to properly manage the biological materials that are stored in the lab for medical purposes, the WHO said. The lab is located in central Kartorum, close to flashpoints of the fighting that pits Sudan's military against a rapid paramilitary group that grew out of the notorious Janjaweed militias implicated in atrocities in the Darfur conflict. The announcement comes, oh, very good. The announcement comes as the ongoing conflict between the Sudanese Armed Forces and RSF was paused temporarily after both sides agreed to a three-day ceasefire. The U.S. Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, said in a statement on Monday that the nationwide ceasefire between the Army and the parliamentary group will begin at midnight local time and follows intense negotiations over the past 48 hours. While previous attempts at a temporary ceasefire between the two rival groups have failed, officials hope that the latest pause to the fighting will serve as the basis for negotiations regarding a permanent end to the conflict. On Tuesday, a Reuters witness reportedly heard sporadic gunfire in the city of um, Durman, adjacent to the capital, the outlet reported. Explosions were also reported in Bari across the Nile. The latest ceasefire is the fourth effort to stop the fighting since Sudan start, uh, conflict started on April 15th. The fighting mainly impacts the capital city and the Darfur region, where numerous hospitals have shuttered, according to the Sudanese doctors syndicate. If the violence does not stop, there's a danger that the health system will collapse, the UN agency warned last week. Health officials have warned that critical life-saving care for an estimated 50,000 severely malnourished children has been disrupted by the fighting in the country, which already has some of the highest malnutrition rates among the children in the world. Meanwhile, the warfare has also prompted multiple countries, including the United States, to evacuate their diplomatic staff and shut down their embassies. The WHO said more than 450 people have been killed in the fighting and at least 4,000 wounded. The conflict has also destroyed hospitals, limited food distribution, and cut power supplies in a nation already reliant on aid for an estimated third of its population, or about 16 million people, according to UN figures. The humanitarian needs in Sudan were already at record levels, Before this recent eruption of fighting, some 15.8 million people, that's about a third of the population, required humanitarian assistance, said the spokesman of the United Nations Office for Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs. Amen. So we want to thank the righteous judge for all of these adjudications. Amen. And the implementation. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord of what he's going to say and do. Amen. Brother Marshall, it's prayer time. Praise the Lord. He said, pray without ceasing. And all these things give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. But we thank you, Lord, for all these things that are bringing about your purposes and your plans, Father God, because you know exactly what's going on, and we don't have to because we're not in charge. 
We thank you, Father God, for giving Jesus all power in heaven and on earth. And we thank you, Lord, you said, if two of you on earth agree to touch anything else, it shall be done to my Father which is in heaven. You said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. <clears throat> Not only from our position on earth in Jesus Christ, but our position seated in heavenly places, we do bind these all these uh, conflicting and demonic uh, outcroppings of propaganda, mind control, and spirits trying to lead to fear. Spirits trying to lead to death, hell, and destruction. We bind every spirit of death, hell, and destruction in Jesus' name from our position seated in Christ Jesus. Not only according to Ephesians chapter 2, Proverbs 18:10, and all the benefits of Psalm 91 for all the saints. And we thank you, Father God, for the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth because we live by the faith of the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. Thank you for hanging on that tree. Lord Jesus, thank you for taking our cup of cursing. <clears throat> thank you for the privilege of receiving your cup of blessing. For Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. It is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith, just like Father Abraham received the promise of the Spirit through faith. And who met him? Melchizedek. And Jesus is our high priest after the order of Melchizedek. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise and honor and glory for your promises. You said asking, you shall receive, because we know we can't do it in our own strength. So we don't trust in man to deliver us. We're not looking for the people in the little white hats to come riding in and rescue us. We're looking to the, to the Lamb of God to rescue us, because there's only one name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And you said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So we call upon your name, King Jesus, and we thank you for saving us because you're faithful who promised as we repent, renounce all sins, including ungodly fear and selfishness and, and, and try to rush things because our times are in your hands, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise and honor and glory for hearing our prayers, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for saving us all to the uttermost to come to heavenly Father by you. And you said, Lord, in your word in Psalm 2, but why the heathen rage in all these areas <clears throat> not just the area in the Jacksonville thing where they're trying to bring an LGBTQ nonsense, Father God, because it does sound like a lot, of, lot like Sodom and Gomorrah. And, Father, we know what you thought about that. You didn't immediately, you wanted to check it out yourself. You heard the, the reports. So you check it out, and you find out what's really going on and who's funding it and why they're funding it, what the purposes are to call evil good and good evil in this day and age, Father God. But you said in Psalm 2, but why did the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? Not just the Bilderbergers. Who all these people imagine a vain thing. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord, against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. That the, <clears throat> he that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. So the Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet I have set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree. The Lord has said unto me, Thou art my son. This day have I begotten thee. Oh, God has a son. Gee, it says that in Psalms. Isn't that part of the Jewish scriptures? Don't they have Psalm 2 in their Bible? And I think the Islamic type people, they say God has no son. Well, he, does, he has only one only begotten son. But guess what? If we receive him, we become sons and daughters by faith in his blood covenant. And we thank you for that, Father. And Father, you said, Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance and the utmost parts of the earth for thy possession. And I know, Pastor Sabrina's asked, 
and we're asking agreement for adjudication in every one of these areas, Father. And we thank you, Father God, for the plans you have. We're drawing near the end of these days, Father God. <clears throat> Our times are in your hands. And the prophet Daniel had amazing vision, Father God. And it says in, in Daniel chapter 2, verse 34, Thou sawest, and by the way, your word is forever settled in heaven, and we know that. We know you're hastening your word to perform it. Your word runneth very swiftly. <clears throat> Thou sawest till a stone was cut out of without hands, which smote the image upon his feet that were of iron and clay, and brake them to pieces. Then was the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, the gold, broken to pieces, and became as the chaff of the summer threshing floor. And the wind, the Holy Ghost, the wind carried them away, and no place was found for them. And the stone which smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. And who was the rock of our salvation? Who was that rock not cut out without hands? We don't need a mason to cut it out. This is a special stone. This is, this is the very manifestation of the Messiah because it says over in Genesis, where is that, um, 49.24, referring back to um, Joseph, and it says, but his bow, when he was, you know, like his, his gun or whatever, his bow abode in strength. The arms of his hand were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From thence is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. You know the people in Islam, they have a rock too. They, they, they go and people have all kinds of rocks, right? The, the, the supposed king of England, whoever that guy was, <clears throat> he was supposed to have some little rock under his throne because it's supposed to go back to the, the rock that... Uh, who was it? Um, anyway, but it, it was a phony one. But, but there's one real rock, the rock of our salvation, the Lord Jesus Christ, the rock, the rock, the King of kings and Lord of lords. And that's who we're trusting in, Lord, and we give you praise and honor and glory for your adjudication, Father God, in every one of these areas Pastor Sabrina has just read through. And you said in, in Isaiah 9, For thou hast broken the yoke of his burden, the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppression, as the day of Midian. What happened when the Midianites were coming against the Israelites? Oh, you spoke confusion and division in their camp, didn't you? Mm-hmm. For every battle of the warriors with a confused noise and garments rolled in blood. But this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. Because Jesus provided himself a lamp for a burnt offering. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name, the name above all names, his name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. He paid a huge price for our peace. He shed the blood of the innocent God. He made peace by the blood of his cross. Of the increase of his government and shalom and peace, nothing missing, lacking, or broken. There shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. I mean, I don't have to do it. No, I have to look to Jesus, the author and finisher of faith. And for all these different <coughs> challenging situations that have been thrust upon people in different regions and different areas, including in the Jacksonville area, <coughs> with this nonsense, Father God, trying to say, oh, well, it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be, you know, we're going to be having financial benefit from... Uh, Welcome in the LGBTQIA+. Hmm. Father God, deliver all your children, those you created in your image. And 
You know who you made people to be. They don't have to be they don't have to be confused. You're not the author of confusion. We ask you to live with the children. Even the man who's planning to have a sex change operation and, and all that who came to Pat Holiday and she said, Oh, well we can pray for you and just cast that cast out the demons after you repent <clears throat> and make sure you're being led to Jesus and then you can walk with the king and be a blessing. And he did. And he became a real man, became a pastor, had a family. <clears throat> because you're, it's easy to get things back on track with Jesus. So we thank you, Father God, for delivering the people in Jacksonville from this horrendous plan of the enemy, Father God, in Jesus' name. Interesting they want to do it down there, Father God. Interesting they want to affect parts of Georgia and Florida, conservative, supposedly conservative areas. <clears throat> Seems like they target the conservative areas to do all kinds of interesting things. Doesn't it seem that way? Who, who's the they? Oh, those so-called Bilderberger types. All those people want to bring in the New World Order agenda that the older George Bush talked about openly, Father God, and the people that talk about with harsh tones at Bilderberger meetings so that uh, people like Alex Jones had to uncover it. And we thank for the people that are uncovering what's actually going on, Father God, what's really going on all over the world. Father God, all these different people involved with different countries, the international banking system. Father God, but we know that there's, there's, there's a division in the enemy's camp. It's going on. It's going on right now. There's people in one group coming against another group, and some of them, like um, was Vladimir Putin, was groomed to be part of the WEF group, but he said, no, no I'd like to keep my country. I don't want it to be part of this homogenized, New World Order garbage where people don't have any say-so. It's all dictated by a couple of uh, mafia type. You know, like, you pay us your money, we break your legs, right? Uh, You know, it's like that. It's it's much different than that. It's all kinds of fancy terms and words and everything. Now they want to use electronics. They want to use uh, people from the graphene oxide and all this stuff for the 5G. They're trying to control everybody so that you'll you'll own nothing and be happy. Why would people be happy? Oh, because they're mind controlled. I thank you for Pastor Sabrina's prayer today about the mind control. Father God, we ask you to deliver all the people that can be delivered, all the children especially that have been playing the computer games and all this stuff. They're thinking everything they hear at the public schools or even in the private schools, especially in university, think everything they hear is the truth. Because my professor told me, my my Ph.D., whatever person told me, because they're piled higher and deeper. Not that there's anything wrong with having a Ph.D. if it's in a, you know, a proper discipline, you know. How many people? Anyway, Father God, we thank you, Father God. You know everything, Lord. And we ask for your adjudication in every single one of these areas. And we thank you for doing so. And we thank you for exposing what's going on, bringing it to to, to light, Father, in Jesus' name, because Jesus says over in Mark chapter 3, which is what the Lord is reminding me again to look at that, Mark chapter 3, verse 26, and if Satan rise up against himself and be divided, he cannot stand but hath an end. Is that what happened to the Midianites? Is that what happened when people were accusing Paul? And he discerned one group of Pharisees, another group of Sadducees, and he had them go against each other, and that's not changed. Father God, we ask you to turn these different groups, the different groups of the 
uh, of the different global elite groups, Father God. Turn them at one, at one against the other, Father God. A lot of the people think that, well, I'm going to end up as a chief honcho. I'm going to end up because I've got all the all the ins with the people in Ukraine and all the, the money laundering and all this. Father God, we ask you to turn, we speak confu- as joint heirs with the Christ, we speak confusion, division, confusion, division, confusion, division, division, confusion, division, confusion, to the enemy's camp because you did that to the Midianites. And why were they terrified? Because what did they? What did uh, Gideon do when he came with his 300 men, blowing shofars, holding the shofar in their right hand? What does that shofar symbolize? Oh, it symbolized a ram's horn. What was the ram caught in the thicket when Father Hamer was going to go and sacrifice his son Isaac, the son of laughter? Cut about that God's laugh. Get the last laugh, Sabrina says. Pastor Sabrina says. And you do get the last laugh, Lord. Because you you know all these people, they think they're so puffed up because, oh, well, they sold their soul. What, what did you get in exchange for your soul? Did you get a $10 million which is going to turn into sawdust? What's that going to do in eternity when you go to the lake of fire? Father God, if there's anybody listening who sold their soul to the devil for one reason or another, we ask you to send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction, including those who have interceded for, including their family members, and those related to all the descendants of every believer, Father God, even Father Father Abraham's descendants, the real Jewish people, and those that have been supposedly Jewish people from the KSR Jews, Father God. We ask you to send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction to all the people from different backgrounds, Father God, including those that were true believers, Father God, in Jesus' name. Because we know in the last days you're pouring forth of your spirit, because you promised to do so. And it looks like these are the last days, according to what's written in Hebrews chapter 1, Hebrews chapter 9, and also in, in, um, in Peter, in a couple of places, Father God. These are the last days. And we ask you to pour forth of your spirit, because you promised to do so, Father. And we ask you to deliver all those people that can be delivered, including all those trying to ram through things to cause harm to your people, Father God, including those trying to trying to change the, the uh, common sense of people in the Netherlands and other areas, Father God. All these people trying to bring in uh, all this business trying to bring in a, a new world order, Father God, and trying to blend into one new Chrislam, one new religion, where it's not really Christian, it's not really Islam, it's, oh, we're going to worship it, just make up your own God. Father God, we ask you to deliver everyone from the real d- demonic plans of the enemy, Father God, including the worship of S-E-L-F, the worship of selfishness, Father God, and, and all these different people associated with it, all these different people, Sabrina, that we get to read about them ourselves, my goodness, there's a lot of them. Ooh, goes on and on and on. Thank you, Brother Bill, for posting all this. It's uh, tremendous. Oh, my goodness. Father, we ask for adjudication in every one of these areas, Father God, in Jesus' name, including all the people kind of bringing the things to life, Father God, from all the perversion, Father God, of the uh, using electronic means to spy on people, Father God, when they're just using their means of purchasing things. This sounds like what the Chinese did over there, isn't it? Oh, if you don't have a nice credit score, oh, then, then you know, I'm sorry, you don't get your, your monthly allotment of whatever. And, and I'm sorry, you can't travel there. You can't do that. Father, we ask you to expose what's going on, what's really going on, and give your people. You said, help us to be wise as serpent, harmless as does. Help us to do that, Lord. Help us to know what each of us are meant to do individually in our practical lives and how to pray in the Spirit and what to do, Father God, in every one of these areas, Father God, including the plans of the of the international banking cartel or whatever you want to call it, the groups, Father God, from different nations to get together, including not just those that meet at Davos, but the ones that um, associated with all these different 
groups trying to control people through Google and other areas, Father God. Oh, Father, help us to know what sites we should use. Because I, I heard about some people using uh, Gmail and uh, from the Republicans. They couldn't understand why all their information with their uh, sending to each other was all exposed. It's part of Google. Hello. So, Father God, help us to make the right choices. And, and, and is, is proton mail really secret? I don't know. It's connected with the people from from that, that thing in, uh, in, um, in, where is it, in Switzerland. Um, I don't know. You know everything, Lord. So we need to ask you, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you for exposing what's going on, Father God, bringing it all to light from all these different platforms, the meta platforms, the Google platforms, all the different platforms. And we thank you for those that are willing to stand up for the truth, Father God, even those, Father God, that have been maligned, just like Jesus was maligned. Even is is uh, the former president uh, um, Trump perfect and uh, sinless? Well, he's he's a little bit more holy than he used to be as a younger person, Father God. Because he's obviously been connected with a global elite. He's not exactly pinching pennies. He's, but he he's been losing money since he went into political office. Unlike some of the others who suddenly they got a lot of money from somewhere. I wonder where they got it from. Hmm, isn't that fascinating? Father God, we ask for intervention concerning what's going on over in Sudan, Father, in Jesus' name, and all these other areas, Father, in Jesus' name. Deliver all the children, Father God, in every place in the world, Father God, where they're seeking to, the demonic spirits controlling the, the little puppet strings are trying to steal, kill, and destroy. And, Father God, we know that there's different uh, factions, different groups behind the scenes that are, that are controlling the supposedly, uh, you know, uh, little civil war going on over there, as it were. We, we know there's different people that are orchestrating the whole thing. I'm sure the CIA doesn't have anything to do with it. Father God, we ask you to expose, maybe it does, I don't know, but ask you to expose what's going on, Father God, even as you promised you were exposing what's going on over in, in uh, Matthew uh, 10.26 and in, in um, Mark 4.22 in Jesus' name. Is that one of the places? Yeah, that's one of the places that right here in front of me. The book happened to be open to it. Isn't that nice? For there's nothing hid that shall not be manifest, neither is anything kept secret that shall not come abroad. So Satan, you and all your underlings are bound in Jesus' name. Every spirit is saying to kill, steal, and or destroy. Come against all those who are interceded for. Not just those in Sudan, not just those in Jacksonville, not just those cut up with it, being, being impacted by the Bilderbergers' uh, secret discussions, supposedly secret discussions, Father God, and all the banksters and all the people trying to control people through their money, whether it's whatever they want to call it, this new digital thing and this, that, and the other thing, Father God, trying to cause people to be controlled with fear instead of faith. They're equal and opposite. Satan controls people by fear. He did it with Bishop Kanko before he became a Christian, Father God. He was terrified, had to always obey the demons, Father God. But we're not controlled by the spirit of fear because we not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, deliver us all. So we take the cup of salvation and call upon your name, and we thank you for delivering us, because your arm is not too short to save. With whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Who is Jesus? Who is that strong arm? How did, the, how did the Jewish people get out of Egypt? What was it? It was the blood on the lintel and the post of the doors. And that's the name of God written, I am that I am, written in blood. And when we have communion, we have that blood on our lips and in our hearts. We have to believe in our hearts, not just in our heads. And I think that's much more important than I ever used to. My wife is a little challenged thinking uh, the way she used to think, Father God. But it's in our hearts, Father God. And you're married to the backslider, too. We thank you, Father God. You know how to draw them all back in. 
drawing us with your loving kindness. Even while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Was the life in Jesus? He lived by his Father. Who was in Jesus? The Father was in Jesus, reconciling the world unto himself. Why? Because he loved us so much. That's why he set Jesus forth on that tree to be that propitiation, like a candlestick on that tree. Look unto me and be ye saved. For I am God, there is none else. There's a lot of phony, false gods out there, and it's not the bankers, it's not the uh, it's not the people in um, in Sudan that are trying to control the people with the with the terror. With oh, there's going to be a new a new release of something. We know they're planning to do that anyway. But you've not given us that spirit of fear, Father. And you said, behold, to the people who believe, like it says in Mark sixteen seventeen and following, these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. And that's why we take the cup of salvation, because we believe in your name. In my name shall they cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall drink, cut them If they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So we just speak it, and then we have to wait for you to do it, because we can't do it. We're just flesh and blood. But Jesus came in the flesh. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. He might destroy the works of the devil. Because Why? Because he doesn't like the devil. The devil was in rebellion. The devil was controlled by proud wrath. He thought he could be a little god. He was wrong. He asked Jesus to bow down to him. Now, isn't that ridiculous? Because that's what what uh, kind of what the worship is is bowing down. That's what it means in the word to bow down. Look up Psalm ninety-five six. We worship and praise you, Lord. And thank you, and we thank you for that, Father. And can we thank you for hearing our prayers for Christ's sake? Because you said, if two of you on earth agree, just anything else, it shall be done my Father in heaven. Every witchcraft curse sent against every one of us from all sources. We turn to the sinful when the head of the spirits have sent them. Do those spirits intend to do to us. Rent unto our neighbors sevenfold into their bosom. At least sevenfold with continued repetition. Their reproach, whereas they reproach thee, O Lord. And Jesus says in was that in Matthew twenty five forty? Whatever you do, the least of these you've done unto me. So if they've been picking on Donald Trump, and he may be standing in the way of them trying to pick on us, do we thank you for Donald Trump standing up? For those that are trying to stand up for what's right, to a certain degree anyway, he may not be sinless, but nobody's sinless apart from the blood of the Lamb. Not Pat Holly. No one was sinless apart from the blood of the Lamb. We thank you for that blood. We plead that blood the blood of Jesus over every access to each and every one of us, every eye, every ear, every nose, every mouth, every electronic access to each and every one of us, every, and all those kind of uh, EMF frequencies return to be assembled on the head of spirits sent to do those spirits contend to us from 5G or every other thing, including directed energy weapons, return to be assembled because no weapon formed against us will prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, said the Lord. As Pastor Sabrina has already reminded us, Previously, we thank you for that promise over in Isaiah 54:17. My mother-in-law, when she was still in an earthly body, liked that scripture. She didn't remember where it was from, but she really liked it. <laughs> and we thank you, Father God. You said, train up a child, and when she's, when she's old, she'll not depart from it. She had nice, godly parents who trained her up very well. And we thank you for that, Father. And we thank you for pastors bringing us mercy and patience with her when she was getting a little bit forgetful in her 90s, Father God. And we thank you for hearing the prayers of all your saints, Father. And all those, we speak blindness to eyes, I mean, mutinous mouth, I mean, they only hear what Jesus wants them to hear pertaining to each and every one of us. And all the attacks coming against each and every one of us from all the <laughs> 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 
Thank you.